Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Two Girls, One Shop. We are the two girls, Charlie and Nina, and the one shop is Sex Shop. Well, welcome back to Two Girls, <laughs> One Shop, season two. How are you doing, ladies? Yeah, good. Welcome back to you as well. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's nice Thank to you. see your face. It's been done over virtually. Zoom. Yeah, this is the thing. It's all changed since the last one. Obviously, last time we was all sitting, uh, sitting around a table with some microphones and and it's been what over a over a year now i suppose since we recorded season 1 so well i mean i'd love to ask you what exciting stuff you've been up to but in that kind of year the world's pretty much stopped turning so how have you ladies dealt with that well you don't know us we've been up to some really exciting things speak <laughs> for yourself when you say you haven't been up to anything good <laughs> do tell uh, no, we haven't been up to anything good. <laughs> <laughs> Going for go. walks. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd walks have thought it? <laughs> Who'd I have know, thought that what you, I know, it's weird. It? What used to be a chore is now a luxury. It's like going to Tesco's all of a sudden. He's like, yes, I'm going to Tesco's. And like... Oh, any excuse, isn't it? Really is. Well... In the kind of year that we've had off, uh, you've reached out to people for some uh, some Tinder stories, and we've also uh, set out another series worth of stories from people that have been in the shop. Uh, and I guess we're also going to uh, add some new kind of segments to the podcast as well. We're going to go to some sort of vintage uh, agony aunt letters and uh, put them to, to, to Charlie and Nina and get their responses on it. And uh, and I've also found some um, trust pilot reviews of sex shops as well, which uh, I'd quite like to uh, discuss as well. So you can expect a kind of longer podcast from season two, and uh, and and some more little segments in it because the feedback we had from season one has been lovely. So yeah, we're looking forward to uh, yeah to another season. Oh, I thought, um, we could use some of the like customer surveys that were done on us to. Uh, in the shop yeah yeah we can yeah. use that there was a couple of um weird feedback <laughs> that we had in the shop because at one point we were asking people like thank you for coming in can you please leave us some feedback go to this website um and there was a few quite strange um the feedback wasn't about yeah the service. <laughs> Okay. I was once called um, clean. Clean. 
yeah, I really enjoyed talking to Charlie today. She was nice and clean. And I was like, okay. <laughs> in the basket. <laughs> I mean, how close were you? Because you don't know that I'm clean unless you're close. Well, so. um, also, um, Nina, when you speak, if you can get a little bit closer to the mic, that'd be yeah. great. Um, yeah, I'm used to not invading people's space these days. They are, yeah, it's uh, well, you are in the same bubble, right? Yeah. Nice. Yes, because I mean, well, I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. Should we um should we touch on uh the first story today? Oh, do you know what? Before we do that, why did they say you was? I mean, I'm not saying you're not clean. You know, you always look like you, you've had a wash and you've uh, you know you've you've, uh, you've done your hair. But <laughs> why like, did what... they say you were clean? No, but it's, it's a weird. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, it wasn't meant to come across that. But that's a really bizarre thing to say, isn't it? Like you know, you could say that was a nice. You know, she, she was you know, very good at her job. Was very helpful, uh, clean. Yeah, it was. It was. It's like we said. It's very hard to shock us. So when someone comes out with something that's almost borderline normal, it's really strange. It's unnerving. That's the thing. Is when the the more the more normal it is, the weirder it is to me. And I feel like that with absolutely everything, like kinks. The the more the more normal, the more uncomfortable I feel about it. So if the response would have been, I spoke to Charlie and Nina in the shop today, they were filthy, that would have been all right. <laughs> well, it wouldn't have been all right, but it would have been more normal. And I wouldn't have been shocked, I'd have just been like, oh <laughs> just your classic everyday response. Yeah. So oh, yeah, we get a few of those filthy girls <laughs> messages. Well, I know as we as we start to work our way through the series, because I've got a list of all the topics, I think by the time we get to uh, uh, episode number five, we will be discussing um, what is, without a shadow of a doubt, a uh, very filthy and dirty woman. And, uh, and that that episode is going to definitely, definitely shock most of you. Uh, and, yeah, I don't even know if there's any possibility to share the accompanying video, but uh, I saw it last week and uh, harrowing. Um, well, it's police evidence. It, yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I don't, don't know if we are. I don't know where you know whether we're allowed to share the video or not. But I am quite happy to share the video. Okay. Yeah. Well, I and hope that wets everybody's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that wets everyone's whistle for episode five. <laughs> but um, episode one. Okay, Charlie, Nina, tell me a story. Well, where do we start? Let me tell you about a lady that used to work with us okay. who we will call Alex. Okay. Um, she was seemingly, I don't like using the word normal, um, but she was just a, just like your everyday person to begin with. Okay, paint a picture. Um, and then very, give, me, give me a rough idea of age. As a disclaimer and... as well, I just want to say that I actually never liked her and I didn't want her to be employed. And I said, this woman is a maniac. And everyone was like, oh, shut up, Nina. And here we are <laughs> discussing this normal person. So describe the normal person, uh, please, Charlie. <laughs> She's a complete maniac. There we go. Um, I want a visual. I want a visual representation. But, 
Um, on on the flip side, she was really good at her job, but she was female. She and when I say good at her job, I mean that she could sell. I'm sex sure. Toys I'm sure. I'm sure. Peter Sutcliffe was probably a great salesperson for her. <laughs> he could sell me anything. <laughs> He was one of the more handsome ones. Yeah, we've had this discussion and he's one of my favourites. <laughs> oh, there's a list. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go on, sorry. Go on, um, Charlie, as you were. Uh, so, uh, yeah, she's a, a middle-aged woman, Karen haircut. <laughs> um, the stature of Rosemary Schrager. That's that's her body shape, isn't it? Is it Rosemary Schrager? You know, like the well-spoken cooking lady. I know what you mean. Yeah, she's more like a blonde Rose West, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, so that's again, what I was thinking of <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck's Rosemary Sh- Schrader? If any of you know who that is, or I if love- that is you, could you please let us know? I love um, the fact that we've already associated her with two of the most notorious serial killers <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> does not look good for Alex. You're on for the money. Um, yeah, so the, that's her, Blonde Rose West. Maybe we should just call her Rose. Okay. Yeah. Instead Rose, of Alex. Yeah. Um, so... Rose was very unhinged in the sense of um, I once, um, she'd once upset someone in the shop when I wasn't there. So the next day I just politely said to her, Rose, do you want to sit down for a second and just have a a little chat about what happened yesterday at the shop? Well, the moment I said that, she started a literally throwing herself on top of boxes from side to side. They're bullying me. I haven't done a complete overreaction. I'm literally fearing for my life because things are getting like whacked off the shelf. Um, yeah, things are getting kicked. It was just complete. All I said was, can we just have a little chat about what happened? Like informally. Do you know what I mean? I'm not reaction. It was, I was, I was fearing for my life. I, I, I don't fear for my life much, but at that point, I was very much like, this woman has the potential here to kill me <laughs> and I might not be going home tonight. So you haven't even um, brought up the, the topic? I haven't even brought the topic up. I'm just setting the scene of what kind of person it is that we're dealing with here. Yeah. Unhinged uh, bunny boiler, and we'll get to that story in a minute. The um, topic was me. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, and I like I don't know. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure people get a picture of how close Charlie and I are, um, but don't talk smack about me to Charlie because you know people have died for less. Wrong audience. If you want to slate Nina, I'm the I'm the wrong audience for that. Yeah. Um, but she was basically accusing Nina of stealing. That's what she'd done the day before. She'd accused Nina of stealing. And I've never stolen a thing in my life, <laughs> apart from hearts. I mean, that is a regular. That's a given, right? Uh, 
Well, yeah, I mean, look at me. Uh, but um, I'm not a thief, like, and I'm horribly um, terrible at lying as well. So, I mean, if I had stolen it, I would have just been like, look all this shit I stole. Mm. But I'm, like, stealing from ourselves at this point. So it was just not, it didn't happen. Yes, you jumped straight to the accusation, but what happened is a box of um, butt plugs went missing. (laughs) (laughs) A whole box? What am I doing? I've only got one arsehole. Yeah, I mean... There's the tagline. There's the tagline right there. I've only got one (laughs) arsehole. Well, two if you can, Charlie. Um, and I'd already had an email from what happened is the box got delivered to the wrong store when they were doing all of the deliveries. It just fell into the wrong store's, like, little area, and they'd sent an email saying, oh, we've got a box here that's for you. Um, We'll send it to you. But before I got the chance to tell Rose that this had happened, she'd already accused Nina of stealing, like, 50 butt plugs. Um. And yeah, just a comp- and yeah, she just had a complete and utter overreaction to me just saying like, let's just have a little chat because you know you can't. I think I'm quite a fair person. I don't know how she reacted like that um, at the time. Obviously now hear, I know. Like there's a door that separates like shop floor from like the back. And all you could hear was this, like, grown woman screaming and trashing the joint. And I'm thinking, oh, she's actually going to fucking kill her. I mean, at, that, at what point did you think, perhaps, I should sack her? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, these days, you can't just sack somebody. No. Yeah, and I suppose. if I was going to sack her, I, I could have made it a lot worse myself. I barely escaped of my life as it was, let alone saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to let you go because, and when I say what I mean. <laughs> 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 well, there's going to be a beep over that bit. Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. We knew that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So is is this story not the story? This is to paint a picture of this is a side Rose. Yes. Okay. This is not the main event. Right. Okay. I'm curious. It never to, is. To the extent. It never is. Like, how many times do we have to say this isn't the end of the story? <laughs> yeah. It just keeps going on. Um, anyway, she she eventually ended up going out onto the shop floor and I've walked out thinking, like, treading on eggshells. And she's like, so, Charlie, shall I start delivery now? Oh, like, really, like, happy, like. Like it never happens. Like it never happened. And I'm like, yeah, are you okay now? And she's just like, yeah, don't know what you're talking about. Fine. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Consummate professional. <laughs> very, very professional. Um, yeah, very good, at, very good at what she's doing. Um, so I, you better tell the next bit because you're, oh, you know more about it than I do. I know more about it because she confided in me, and this might make me sound like an untrustworthy person, but I mean, don't tell me your secrets if you're going to then accuse me of stealing fifty butt plugs. 
because I will not have my name dragged through the mud. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe stick that on your CV, Nina. Yeah. <laughs> About I me. do. I mean, I've got all sorts on there. Do not steal 50 butt plugs. <laughs> yeah. <me>. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd like to just say as well, to add to the profile of Rose, is that she was a very keen hater of um, gay people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's one of those lovely people that just hate fucking everyone, um, but particularly gay people. Um, and I'm, I'm, and I, I, I presume you get gay people frequenting the shop regular. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we do. But she never, like, she only made her hate of gay people known to, like, everyone that she worked with, not really customers, because, I mean, they were still buying stuff. So, I mean, all day long she was, like, selling anal lube. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, so we'd had a conversation. Uh, and I'm always shocked when people talk like that about any minority or whatever, because I just think I can't believe it's one thing to think it, it's another thing to say it, like, but she was very vocal about how how her dislike, right? Um, and so anyway, so she's going through a bit of a rough patch, but every day was a rough patch because she was very like up and down. She was very like an erratic emotional mess. Um anyway, so one day she comes in and she's like, um, I have stopped Fred uh, using the internet, right? Who's Fred? Her husband. Her husband. <laughs> okay. Fred West. Ah, uh, see what you've done there. <laughs> like that. Uh, I've stopped him using the internet, and I just laughed because I just thought, well, this is what married people do. I mean, this is – they've got to get their kicks somewhere. Um. And she'd stopped him using the internet because she had found porn on, um, like, I don't know how you even find out that someone's been watching porn on your internet, but... Um, something something about like, search history. Checking I, I don't history. know, but I think I'm told maybe it Cookies. might be yeah, search history. I don't know. <laughs> Cookie <laughs> history <laughs> and that device where it tells you every single page you've been looking on. Um yeah, so anyway, she'd found all this and and he had like managed to blame it on like their young son. But, so Fred had Fred had blamed it on their young son. Uh and she didn't really discuss the the content of the porn. She was just like outraged, and so she'd put a bar on the internet so that neither of them could search the internet for porn. Um so as the day goes on, she then says it was gay porn. And so she was thinking about throwing her young son out of the house uh, because, obviously, she hates gay people. Um, she sounds wonderful. Mate, I was like, you fucking kidding me? Like, Which, what was she what? honestly saying? I'm considering throwing my son out of the house because somebody yeah. in my household has accessed gay pornography. Well, if you can't love people, like, just don't have children. Like, do them the kindness of not fucking having children if you can't love people, just mm. for whatever. Um, so she was she was like, he's out, basically. Well, the plot thickens. Um, so she then 
says to me that she had found a compartment in her house, like under a rug, like lift up the floorboard type situation. And in this compartment was like a burner phone and a gay magazine, right? So this compartment's in their bedroom. So it then transpires it wasn't the young son that's been looking at nudie men. It's Fred. Was nudie men the name of the website? <laughs> yeah, know it well. Um, <laughs> and so she finds all this stuff and confronts Fred and he basically is, like, trying to deny it. But you know when you've been caught red-handed, you can't. I mean, it's like when you're a kid and you, like, scribble your name on something, Nina's nudie mags. It's only going to belong to one person, isn't it? Um, and... Yeah, and then, so, again, the plot thickens and it turns out that he's having this uh, affair with his business partner. Yeah. Um, Who, who I presume, is a a man. He's a man. Yeah. Uh, And it had been going on for, like, quite some time. Um, And it got very, like, um, intricate because the, the other party was getting a divorce and they wanted to name uh fred in the reasons why they were getting his business partner was getting a divorce from his wife this is complicated yeah and then rose paid them not to put his name in it purely down to her hatred of uh homosexuality oh my life i know Uh, it's like he's tenders isn't it i mean Bless him. He was obviously struggling with his, you know, to to, to come out and, and and he probably wouldn't have been struggling as much if he hadn't married like someone who so passionately hated gay people. Yeah. Do you think her hatred of of gay people come from her probably knowing knowing that that maybe because I presume if he's gay, oh, do you know this could be a, a really wild generalization, but. I'm presuming that maybe they weren't having any kind of physical relationship. I don't know. But obviously... She's always like... She never hinted that they weren't sleeping together. But then you can... I mean, we've all pretended to want to have sex with someone we were having sex with that we didn't want to have sex with. Yeah, I'm not sure men do that. (laughs) What? You're the (laughs) worst for it, mate! (laughs) <laughs> Shut us up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably just a woman thing. <laughs> so at this point, so she's, is this killing her, like telling you that her relationship with her husband is, or I presume the relationship's now over? Oh, well, you would presume that, wouldn't you? But, uh, she is not upset while she's telling me this. I'd be crying if I was um, if it was the demise of my marriage. I would be devastated. Uh, but she was very matter of fact about it, and I think she was just annoyed that he had brought like so much embarrassment to her. Like I think that that was the main feeling I was getting. It was rage that was <laughs> that was powering this. Um, but she always was saying that she passionately fucking hated him. 
So, what, I mean, pre, you would pre finding out that he'd been having a relationship with another yeah, man, pre finding out. Um, so I think this was just like boiling point because she was always mentioning how much she fucking hated him. Um, and on several occasions, she said, I wish Fred would just fucking fall off a roof and die. He was a roofer. Right. No, I mean, it's a real possibility, which brings us to the pinnacle of the story. For the purpose of this podcast, should we call it the climax? <laughs> the climax. <laughs> it's the climax. <laughs> Hold on to your hats. So after this day, she's saying, I fucking hate Fred and I wish he would just fall off a roof and die. Uh, he falls off a roof and very narrowly misses death. In a matter of days? Yeah. Oh, dear. Mm. It's almost like someone undone the screws on his scaffolding. <laughs> <laughs> how, um, how concerned was she uh, uh, at his accident? Charlie, would you like to tell her how concerned she, she was? She, I don't think I'd seen her happier. <laughs> she was bouncing off the walls like she'd just won the lottery. This is also the woman that smashed up the back room because you asked for a chat. Her husband uh, declares his, his love for another man and an ongoing affair with another man uh, and then falls off a roof to his almost death. And there's yeah. joy. Yes. And she explains his injuries in a very um, sensationalised way. <laughs> so she's like, he's broken 10 ribs and his lung was punctured and both his femurs snapped in half. <laughs> and his little head cracked like an egg. He can't move, Charlie. <laughs> he can't move. This is the best. I just... I, I just, I can't wait to get him home. So she gets him home. From hospital after he's, like, been in intensive care. Yeah, saying that she's going to look after him. Um, reassuring the nurses, obviously, that yeah. she'll take care of him because he can't stand or walk. He'd, like, broken his back as well. He was in pretty bad way. Oh, my life. Um, I'm just thinking misery. Yeah. Yeah, it is Oh, misery. it's misery, yeah. And I, I'm assuming he must have broken his jaw because otherwise he would have been screaming, <laughs> saying, please don't leave me with her, yeah. the nurses, because he must have known what was coming. I've got a boyfriend who's just got divorced. I'm desperate to go and live with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my life. That's, I mean, Rosie's a really unpleasant woman. Yeah. Do, do you know yeah. what, what the score is now? Are they still together? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and we are going back like six years. Yeah. This happened. Oh, my say. life. Is he like, can he walk? Yeah. Yeah. He did, yeah, he did he, recover, he but did it was recover. Like a long road to recovery. Yeah, my made God. longer by Rose. Yeah, made longer by the care of his loving wife. Constantly re-breaking his ankles. Like, what? <laughs> Hobbling him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why on earth, the minute he could walk, did he not just get the fuck out of there? 
I don't know. I don't understand the whole thing. Wow. Maybe he's too fucking scared. I'd be scared. Yeah. Yeah. My God. I've I've stayed with people for less than that. To be fair, I've I've been I've been very terrified of her for my <laughs> yeah. life, and I don't even have to live with her, yeah. so I can only imagine how he feels. Well, once Charlie called me, I was off work, and she was in work, and she was whispering, hiding somewhere out back, saying, "I think Rose is going to stab me." Wow, because she was having an episode. I mean, when she has an episode. Like, we all have an episode. And I like to think, if when you call something an episode, it's like, yeah, I don't know, you might slam a door or, uh, you know. Passive-aggressively wash the dishes. Yeah, something like that. Like, not push your husband off a, you know, off a roof. Or, uh, or, or yeah, or, uh, yeah. Well, this is how quickly you can go from an episode to fucking... That's One of those... Like crime dramas on Netflix. Wow. That, do you know what? You always wonder, like, how these people get to that point. And, but I guess if you've kind of been in a, a, a relationship with somebody who's, who's gay and you're still living that lie, that's going to mess with your head. And if you're already of a disposition where you're not very good at dealing with the slightest kind of like sniff of confrontation, even something as simple as "Should we have a chat?" Then uh, you can <laughs> well, yeah, see. Well, yeah, because we've never, obviously never said a peep to her, because otherwise she'd be used to it. Wow. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Well, I want to introduce. Is that the, the the kind? It doesn't go anywhere after that, right? Yeah, it was just more of her coming in, and we're saying, "Oh, how's Fred today?" And she is like, "Don't know. I haven't been in there this morning." In there? Well, yeah. He was he was in a room. He oh. was in in a in, in, in a room in her room. house. Yeah, in bed, not being able to even get up to go to the toilet. And she's literally like, "Yeah, he's probably sitting in his own shit." <laughs> Yeah. Oh my it, god. 
He, he and it, so she actually put him in yeah. another room away from where his little phone yeah. and, and, and his nudie men oh, mag yeah, was as well. That. Not that he could have must up the strength to knock one out. But... <laughs> oh, I feel really sorry for him. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I mean, he did stay. So, I mean, we can only feel so sorry for him. I suppose really. so, yeah. I mean, you say that, but... You was petrified to even ask her if she wanted to have a chat again. So imagine, you know, what he would have yeah, been yeah. scared of saying, my life. Well, I yeah. want to sort of um, touch on some, uh, some, some other little new features to the podcast, which we, we, we hinted on uh, at the beginning. I just want to get your take, uh, ladies, on uh, this letter. Let me just minimalise my screen if I know how to do that. Uh, <laughs> how do I do that? Now, here we go. Um. So, yeah, I just wondered, you know, how you'd answer um, some of these questions. <clears throat> Dear ladies, will playing with my breasts make them bigger? My boyfriend insists it will. He's 22 and I'm 19. He spends the evenings fondling my breasts to see if his theory works. I don't think there's any truth in it and really wouldn't mind them having a rest. What do you say? I would say that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. And I've actually, <laughs> I've, the things that I've heard, <laughs> girls saying that their boyfriends have told them. Oh, God, yeah. Is, it, I mean, the myth surrounding anal. Oh, yeah. Just... All right, come on. Come on, throw them out there, throw them out there. Well, I had a girl once that was asking me about anal beads. Um, and I didn't really quite understand what question she was asking because she was she was saying something along the lines of, are these the best ones for him? <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you're going to use them on him, yeah. And she's like, well, no, on me, but for him, for him. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. And then she explains to me that um, her boyfriend had told her that when she puts things in her, in her butt, that he can feel it when he's having sex with her. Like, vaginally. Yeah. That's the wrong word of it. But, yeah. So he's about, yeah, which you can't. Because they go in different directions. Like, you're not going to be able to feel that. Yeah. Um, And he told her that he could, he could, and that's why she was doing it. That's why she was buying them. And I'm like, no, people only use anal toys for their own pleasure. Yeah. And... There must or be visual a... or the thought or whatever of it. He just wants you to put things in your ass, basically. Get loosened up for him, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very uh, interesting conversation she had with him when he when she got home, wasn't it? Yeah, she <laughs> left the shop absolutely fucking livid. Yeah. <clears throat> Dear girls. But they're, they're always being tricked into anal. That's yeah. the thing. I don't know why someone can't just be like, look, let's give it a whirl. But they're like, men are out there tricking women yeah doing it. it doesn't hurt if you use lube and stuff like that like yeah. yeah okay it makes it easier if that's what you're into but if you think <laughs> that that isn't gonna hurt unless his penis is very very tiny it might just be marginally uncomfortable for you <laughs> the lube is not gonna really yeah. take the pain of that away Wouldn't you agree, Always, always. (laughs) 
<clears throat> she's like, oh, I must must remember to ask my wife later to <laughs> yeah. tell her tell her that if she uses lamp, don't hurt. <laughs> so you jot down the little notes, Jeff. <laughs> Beads. <laughs> uh, dear girls, I really like this girl at work, but I'm not quite sure how to broach the subject. She always seems interested when I talk to her, but I've heard she has a boyfriend. Should I send her a picture of my penis? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the thing is about women is we manage to look really interested in everything men say to us so I mean it's not a sign that we fancy you it's just that we are um conditioned to be polite <laughs> so, so some, some people are just nice right well I mean it depends whether you're talking about men or whether you're talking about women <laughs> <laughs> well I mean let, let, let's 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 um, discuss. Well, I always get caught in this like trap where people think I fancy them, um, and I'm just being a nice person. So, like, even really inappropriate matches for me, like ninety-year-old men, think I've got a chance here. Even my psychotic neighbour thought we had a chance with me, and he is literally a toad. He's the human embodiment of a toad. Um, and he's also an awful person. I'm not saying I wouldn't date toads. I'm just saying he's he's the whole package of disgusting. Yeah. Um, lay off a toad, Nina. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but because I was nice to him when I moved in, he thought that that was like a sure thing. Yeah. And then only decided it wasn't a sure thing when he realised my ex had a nice car. And he even said to me, oh, no wonder you wouldn't date me. No, I wouldn't date you because you're fucking personality in your head. But <laughs> that's why I wouldn't date you. But he, he, um, he put it down to the fact that it was because uh, your, your then boyfriend had a better car. <laughs> yeah, because he has no car. He has a push bike. But I will date People with push bikes, but nothing against that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he thought the only reason that a single woman want, wouldn't want to date him is that because my ex had a nice car. Can I just, uh, you, you just picture, uh, painted the picture for me there, which is uh, also, if anyone ever asked me the one thing that terrifies me, uh, <laughs> you mentioned toads and bikes, right? Have you ever seen one of the original <laughs> Muppet movies where Kermit's riding a bike? Yeah. Oh. I can't deal with it. I can't yeah. deal with it. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. Really Where doesn't. is the guy's hand? What's going on? How's that <laughs> it's gotta be witchcraft. Um, um I don't going back to the story, um, as a professional um person who has received five million dick pics on the regs, um, it's never a good opener. And only send dick pics if someone asks you for them. Yeah. And if someone is saying, please don't send me that, yeah. please don't send me that, please don't send me that, and they're like, I'm going to send it, I'm going to send it, I'm going to send it, and you're like, if you send it, I'm going to show all of my friends, and they then send it still. I, I mean, I don't know what is wrong with some men, seriously. The dick pic thing, like, mm. Stu, got any insight on that? No. What, what's that all about? No, I mean... They're pretty ugly things at the best of time. 
and I just also think the kind of concept of taking a picture of it is quite odd. Like, I know what this person's going to like this. And because <laughs> they just look a little bit angry. I don't think they're kind of like a very welcoming sight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not adverse to a dick pic. Like, I've. That's the worst thing you want to say on this podcast. Your inbox (laughs) is now going to be absolutely chocker. Before I said that, uh, we've already received our fair share of dick pics. And I actually, the last one we received, I said to him, I'm going to send this to your mother if you don't desist. Um, And he was just like some, like, chunky 15 year old or whatever oh and god I, that yeah one. that one Ugh. um and i was like this is wildly inappropriate and i will tell your mum and then he stopped <laughs> so tell your mum um but yeah you don't mind like decent one and some of them were quite impressive i can understand why people want to send pictures but if if someone is going to please do not send me a picture of your flaccid penis then it's Don't fl- do it. It's flaccid, more offensive, or almost <laughs> like a kind of uh, a more sort of, for want of a better description, softer approach. Well, I just find it weird because, like, the obviously the purpose of like hard on is to show like arousal, yeah, and do something about it. But if you're just taking a picture of your flaccid penis, you're just a <laughs> naked person, aren't you? Flaccid, such a good word. I love the word flaccid. Between. Yeah, it's almost like they're really proud of how it's grown. <laughs> <laughs> like a beanstalk. <laughs> yeah, like like that's how it seems like to me when they when they send it. They're like, oh look look what I've just grown. Look look at my, look at my hard penis. They're like so proud of what they've like accomplished that they have to show you. Yeah. That's the that's the only thing that I can think of is like absolute sheer pride okay. in it. So got, a flaccid one, yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. I've got one more um, uh, uh, agony uh, aunt question for you, ladies, before um, potentially we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about uh, some of the uh, messages that we've had in uh, when we put out a request to our, our listeners. Um, just a last question. Um... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dear ladies, uh, last night I was naked and playing poker with my wife. Um, a poker chip accidentally fell into her vagina. Is there any chance she could be pregnant? Stu, <laughs> I didn't think you could have kids anymore. <laughs> At my age, I ain't got it. Yeah, it's all stopped. Your poker chip is the only hope for you, in fact. <laughs> oh, dear. It's a legitimate question, that, and it yeah. just blows my mind. Nothing accidentally falls into anyone's vagina, I can tell you that. Yeah. Nothing accidentally falls into your arsehole either. <laughs> Just a poker chip. I mean, the fact that this guy's intelligent enough to understand the rules of poker. <laughs> yeah, he's seriously concerned to the point where he's wrote to a, a tabloid newspaper on the off chance that his wife now may be pregnant. <laughs> Well, I mean, he has got an open vagina next to him, so I'm not quite sure that he does understand the rules of poker either. (laughs) (laughs) Must be a novice. Must be a novice. (laughs) All right. So, um, ladies, have we had some... Some response to the uh, the messages uh, that you've put out on the socials for people's uh, dating stories. <laughs> yes, yeah, I tell you um, what Roger said to us. <laughs> Roger wanted to be named as Roger, by okay. the way. Okay. Yeah, that is his real yeah. name. Because anything you tell us, we will change the name unless you specify that you want us to name you. Okay. I'll hold this. Oh, and I wasn't doing that. I was just putting it nearer to your face because I feel like I was pulling it nearer to me as I was looking down my phone. Right. So. (laughs) So Roger went on a Tinder date with a girl. um, Sorry, a a Tinder date is just a normal date, right? But has has come through Tinder. Yes. So it's kind of, you say Tinder date because it's not someone that you already know that through work or whatever. It's completely, utterly someone that you don't know. A blind date. And never have met. Or, you know, when you get set up with friends, like back in the olden days when people, (laughs) before the internet, (laughs) when people used to meet each other, they used to know each other first before they started dating. Sure. Well, now... You don't know people that you're going on dates with. You don't know anyone anymore. But I I presume you've had some kind of chit-chat on Tinder. It's it's short and sweet because you just want to get it done and dusted, I think. I don't think it's like a lengthy thing, is it? It's not for me personally, yeah. and I just I think in general it's just easier to talk to somebody face to face anyway. Yeah. Okay. So you get the initial attraction out of the way, and then you just kind of see if you like the person. Okay. I guess that's 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 me anyway. Apparently, that's how it works. We don't know how it actually works, but we're trying. <laughs> Okay, so he went over to the girl's house for coffee on the first date. That already sounds a bit suspicious because we all know what that's code for. Yeah. Um, And um, she wanted him to come back for dinner the next day. Um, But as he was leaving, her phone lit up with a text message on it and on the background photo was a picture of his face. Of him. Okay. He'd, she had made him her, her screensaver, yeah. her wallpaper. Whoa. Yeah. 
So she, so yeah, this is a message from someone to come up, a phone lit up. He sort of like glanced and thought, I recognise that face. Picked up looks <laughs> and was like, why am I a wallpaper? After just this one cup of coffee? They just met, yeah. yeah. They just met. Holy shit. Well, I don't mind this. I've really? got to say, I don't, I don't mind this because I very much believe in the universe and manifesting your best life. And I would be flattered to think that she might be manifesting her best life and visualising it um, as, as me as her lover. Yeah. I mean, this is, I'm alone. Can I just say I'm alone? Uh, so <laughs> Maybe just visualise it in know. your head, not on your phone screen. Well, I don't know because vision boards are very powerful, aren't they? And I mean, what do you look at all the time? Yeah, but she doesn't know this guy, so she's visualizing and manifesting this guy for all she knows. I've got a picture a of a man on my phone who I don't know um, as my background screen, visualizing, manifesting him. Who? Brett Goldstein. Of course, it's Brett Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. You take Every, any kind of would, shit well, off Brett Goldstein. Everyone needs Brett Goldstein yeah. on their phone. No one should be Goldstein, that handsome. If, if Brett Goldstein yeah. was a psychopath, at least he had the decency to be <laughs> Brett Goldstein. Yeah, exactly. So that's fine. Yeah. That's not the same thing. So whilst manifesting my best life... Um, he, you know, you, you manifest every aspect of it, don't you? And, I mean, now that is ruined by me having said that I have him as a screensaver. Yeah, but he might like that. Oh, he might. He might not have a problem with it. Did Did I ever tell you about um, the kind of one time I had uh, an incident very similar to this that was quite terrifying? Like, Have you been manifesting Brett Goldstein as well? No, oh, I mean, I, I, I'm always happy to look at pictures of Brett Goldstein. He's, uh, yeah, he's a very, very <laughs> handsome man. Um, Christian giggling. I, I told you, he always goes all silly. Handsome. <laughs> he is, I feel, I feel, yeah. He, he, he is, and, uh, <laughs> It's really annoying that he's really bloody nice as well. Now when you think, oh, he should just be a bit of an arsehole, but no, he's really delightful as well. Um, we'll find something. They're all guilty of something to do. I know. Well, I, um, in the kind of, I reckon about 1994, um, went on a date at, um, uh, uh, the sunrooms in South End. I don't know if you remember that. Mm, woo! I know it well. And so I went on a date to the sunrooms in South End uh, with this this really nice girl that um, had been at uh, the club uh, the weekend before. And we'd had a chat and we'd we'd gone for a drink at the sunrooms and it was really nice. And I think I dropped her home, so I probably had had a beer and dropped her home. So it wasn't like I was drunk and saying anything that you know might have been misconstrued in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> little, little kiss goodnight and then uh should we meet up again yeah yeah i'm sure we can yeah anyway in that kind of time before until we was next to maybe go on a date my band had maybe two or three gigs and she attended those gigs and when you're a band of the size that i was in you don't walk out on stage to a huge crowd <laughs> You walk out on stage to like some people <laughs> sort of standing at the bar. And, the uh, girlfriend that you brought along is the only person there. All of there. that, yeah, yeah, you know. And uh, 
so that was that that was very much the case. There was people at the you know back of the room and and in the peripheral areas. But there was one person standing right in front of the stage. Now, I was the singer, so I was kind of centre front of the stage where the girl I'd been on a date with was standing right in front of me with an empty dance floor behind her, just <laughs> taking photographs of me. And, and that would have been on one of those like cameras that you'd have to wind up. It would have, it, no, or was it, it one of those ones, those Victorian ones, where you have to put the curtain over your head? <laughs> It was like um, it was like a, a proper like, um, like a, a photographer's kind of camera with the big zoom lenses and all of that. So um, I presume that she had a, a you know a, a, an interest in photography, which when I kind of get to the the end of this, it was very much that. So <laughs> after maybe one song and you finish and you just kind of thank the the scattering of people that are clapping, you'd think maybe she'll go and sit down there. And she, no, she didn't like for the the you know for the full kind of I guess whatever it was thirty forty minutes we was playing, um, just taking pictures of just me, not the band, just me, um, <laughs> which I found really quite strange. And obviously, when we finished the gig, the rest of the band were like, "What the fuck was going on there?" And I was like, "Oh, I'll took her out for a drink," and he was like, "And I was like, that's that's not cool, man. That was weird." And I was like, "Yeah, it was a bit, wasn't it?" And uh, <laughs> but didn't think red anything flags, of it. ignoring red flags <laughs> because she was really nice. And uh, so anyway, also a professional stalker. Well, so we, <laughs> I had to marry her because we, uh... <laughs> unfortunately I could never shake it. <laughs> At the time, I was a roofer, um, but no. Um, so I. Uh, <laughs> I then did go out on another date with her and this time had a few drinks and ended up going back to her house. And when... So not not put off by all of these things that you didn't like about her? Well, no, because... Because was... earlier you said that men don't sleep with people that they are not interested in sleeping with. No, no, I as I've made no kind of quarrel over the fact that what? I thought, thought oh. she was nice, but... I did think that was maybe a bit strange. But you've also got to realise I was probably 19 and, yeah, just being a, yeah. a young, horny knobhead. Um, <laughs> you don't have boundaries when you're that age, do you, really? <laughs> so we go back to her house and in the morning I wake up and it's light and the wall is covered with them photographs of that gig <laughs> and flyers for every club night and band event that I've ever done all over a wall, which I thought was a bit terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and to which her mum come in, who was lovely, and, and I was, she was just, oh, hi, you, you must be Stuart. And I was like, oh, right, so you know exactly who I am already. And I was like, in bed feeling very awkward. <laughs> so, and I was just like, yeah, oh, you're right. She went, yeah, do you want some breakfast? And I was thinking, yeah, uh, no, I'm going to probably head off in a minute. <laughs> At which point, the cat jumps on the bed, and I won't say the girl's name. She's like, Stuart, get off the bed. She called her cat Stuart. <laughs> That's quite terrifying. Do you think it might have been a case like when you get like an ex's ta name tattooed on you and then you have to date someone with that name for the rest of your life? Maybe, but just because you've 
named your cat Stuart, it seems slightly intense that you've then got <laughs> to kind of find a boyfriend that's called Stuart too. I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, but, I mean, we all do weird things, don't we? Yeah. I've so said, what did you do after that then? Did uh, you speak to her again? Yeah, of course. Like, and, and do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Got two kids. Yeah. Like, no, I don't, I don't think we kind of dated much after that because it did weird me out. I'll, I'll be lying if I said it didn't. Uh, and I guess at that age you don't really want girlfriends. How many times did you go back and speak with her before you, <laughs> before you thought, no, this does actually weird me out? No, I, no, I didn't sleep with her either, but we did spend the night together. And I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, we didn't date, we didn't go out again. Like, All right, calm down. Yeah, Your, your Honour. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, that was the most kind of weird and terrifying thing that has ever happened in my, my, my kind of early, early days of dating. And it's really weird because dating's changed as well. And I'm going to sound like Grandad Simpson here, fucking hell. But, um, like, people go out for meals and stuff, don't they? And it's like, I don't think... No, no they don't, Shane. <laughs> no more. The times have changed again, right. and now no one goes out for meals. Yeah. Here's right. an example of a date. Um, I can't tell you who um, went on the date. It wasn't me or Charlie, but... Oh, she probably won't even listen to this podcast anyway. She doesn't support us. No, no my sister. I like the fact. I like the uh, fact that Charlie instantly knew what story we were talking about, and you didn't even <laughs> say what it was. Here's a selection. Um, well, she went on a date with a guy who was seemingly nice, and obviously we're in lockdown, so he doesn't have many options of where to take her. Um, but. He suggested this really dimly lit park where where we live, and uh, so he took her to this like pitch black park, and then right, stop, stop, to... stop, stop. Too many questions already. <laughs> right, uh, I, you can't you can't just rattle this one off, right? Uh, was what did you say? This was your sister. Yeah. Right. So was your sister kind of complicit in the idea that this date was just for a, a kind of hookup? Well, no. But it's very normal around the area that that I'm from um, to go for walks at these places. So, like, you'd always go, oh, I'll meet you at the hollow tree or whatever. Like, where I'm originally from is, like, very rural. So it was normal to meet strange men by the ditch or whatever. It, during the day, right? <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, it's the countryside. No one gets murdered in the countryside do no, they never uh and if you get murdered by someone who lives in that area you can bet your fucking life people know about it before it's even completed you only have to breathe and they're like oh did you see nina breathing like she fucking owns the place <laughs> right so he suggested that they drive uh, to a dark dingy park Yes, as opposed to walk into the dark, dingy park because okay. it's, it's cold at the moment. Right. Uh, so uh, they both separately drive and meet at the dark, dingy park, and he gets out of his car and gets into her car because uh, her car's nicer. Um, and he then just goes, oh, God, I'm really hot. Um, and then gets out of the car and takes his top off, right? It's fucking January. 
Top Ain't as, no one hot anywhere. Top as in he's now shirtless. He's shirtless, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she was like, fucking weird, okay. But she is too polite to be like, that's fucking weird. Put your clothes on, mate. Um, so he's sitting in her car topless and then says, why don't you lay the, the seats down? And she's like, why would I fucking lay the seats down? We're just having a chat. And he says, so I can dry hump you. Straight faced, not a joke. Not a joke like we say to people. <laughs> yeah, all the time when we jokingly say to people that we want to dry hump them. <laughs> yeah. That old one, yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, terrifying, firstly. Uh, Would you want to be more inclined to actually fuck him than let him <laughs> hump her leg or whatever whatever like area he was going to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you, I, you'd be more inclined to actually have intercourse than let a strange topless man in January just like rub himself on you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, coming, coming from a person that grew up in a large town, not from a rural area, before you even get to the point where someone's dry humping you, what the hell is she doing mating someone in Dingy Park? What the hell is she doing not driving off the moment he takes his top off? I mean, there's all these things that are kind of eventually building up to being asked to be dry humped. Well, yeah. Like, like a shirtless dog. But this is the example of no people do not go to restaurants, uh, Stu. They get dry humped in shitty car parks. That's a date. See, I don't understand. If he just wanted to dry hump, why the shirt had to come off? Well, you want to be comfortable, didn't you? I haven't dry humped uh, anyone, but I'd make myself comfortable first. Oh, I do like the kind of sympathetic know, angle you always have on it, Nina. Take your top off. What's that? Sorry. I said, "What would you do if you wanted to dry hump someone? Would you take your top off? No. Is I, it a kind no, of socks I, on, socks off situation? I don't know. I'd hedge me bets if I'd kind of already managed to somehow uh, convince a, a, a potential <laughs> partner that it was a good idea to uh, to, to meet with each other in uh, in a, a secluded car park. Uh, and I thought there was an opportunity that I might get to dry up, but the last thing I would do would be expose my man tits to her. That would just be game over. And then what do you do? Because I'm not familiar with this whole dry hump business, but, like, surely he would come in his pants because, I mean, you're not going to dry hump for nothing. But then what do you do? Just, like, get back in your car? Put your shirt on. Yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Get out. Boy, maybe... I don't know. Was the shirt off just because maybe when it got to the point where it, he was going to uh, ejaculate, maybe he'd kind of not want it in his pants or maybe just think... Yeah, maybe it was a Duke-type situation. A what? The Duke. the Duke. If you've seen Bridgerton, you'll know all about what the Duke gets up to. Oh, okay. Always has, like, a cum cloth with him. <laughs> Are they available in the shop? Oh, Maybe he was just like full on Bridgerton in her. Asked her for a promenade around the park and then took his own cum rag. Well, I mean, 
that's possibly romantic now i'm thinking about it hang on <laughs> like a little pocket square but it's just for yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant one moment fair maiden <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh dear. Well, I mean, I think that's got to be a perfect point to uh, to, to wrap this up and uh, and close the doors <laughs> of the shop today. Um, ladies, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>